Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time. And welcome to Loosely Based. I am Corey Borgman, the historian for today. I'm Ben Castleman, the Hollywood insider for today. And I'm Dana Cooperberg. I am the bobsledding expert. Which is a little spoiler because our movie is related about bobsledding. It's Can you guess? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Their dream was to compete in the Olympics. But they chose a sport (laughs) they knew nothing about. In a climate they had never been. Cold weather endurance is vital to building a successful sled team. This is the true story of four unlikely athletes. How about I beat your butt right now? How about I draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like a butt? Who weren't prepared for what they were about to face. With us in the studio we have Carrie Solomon, writer, comedian, friend, and most importantly, huge lover of the movie Cool Runnings. I am a vintage fan. In fact, I used to watch it on a weekly basis with my sister. So, Oh, shit. Yeah. Carrie, feels the rhythm. Carrie, would you mind to introduce yourself and tell us who would play you in a biopic and who would be your love interest? Oh, my God. Um, hi, I'm <laughs> Carrie. Um, I don't know who would play me a biopic. Let me really think about this. And it's scaring me that this is going to be on the internet and (laughs) indelible. Um, I am a large fan of Elle Fanning, but I don't think that she would like really (laughs) be the person. So I'm going to give it to her older sister, Dakota. (laughs) Better choice. She's kind of in my age group. Um, My love interest realistically is (laughs) like Zach Woods. Um, okay. less realistically is like Zach Efron. <laughs> so Zach, it's gotta be a Zach. Yeah. Be a thousand Zach. Percent. Doesn't matter if it's a CK or just a C. Mm. Take either. I'm with that. Great. Amazing. Great, great, great. Thanks for having me guys. Ugh. An honor. Okay. Time to discuss cool runnings. Mm. Well, so first let's just take the temperature. What's everyone's relationship with the movie? Carrie watched it once a week from the ages. <laughs> As a child. I mean, probably the last time I was really like on a cycle with the movie, I was 10, 12, maybe. Okay. I mean, I hadn't seen the movie in years. Makes sense. Yeah. Acceptable. Yeah. Okay. For like three, four years, she watched it once a week. How much time <laughs> did you watch it? Uh, I think I saw it like once at camp. I remember a lot more like singing and <laughs> chanting, like the entire movie <laughs> being like singing and chanting. That's not the case, but I enjoyed it this time around, and I enjoyed learning about what went on behind the scenes. Nice. I I think I've like always seen snippets of it, and then the one, last time I tried to watch it was right after I got my wisdom teeth out, like literally moments after I left the the wisdom tooth doctor's office. I like was on all the painkillers and watching it, and then. I a don't remember. I didn't remember a single thing from the movie, and B threw up halfway through, and Ooh. and that was my whole thing. So it was you really, have a it personal was really relationship. <laughs> Fine. Seeing it this time, it was like I'd never seen it before, and I watched it two days ago. So it's really fresh, 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 fresh. Um, I feel like I saw it maybe like once or twice as a child, and then since then haven't. But like enjoyed it. Wow, I'm feeling really. No, that's intense about Cool Runnings. (laughs) (laughs) What do you love so much about it, Gary? 
I just didn't like new movies. So <laughs> once So this was the first movie you saw and you're fir- like, fuck it, I'm staying and I with just it. Stuck with it. I my sister, you know, always wanted to, we'd had like a movie night every Friday in our house and my sister always wanted to watch something else and I Mine was Airbus. So you owned it on VHS? I believe that we did and then D V D when it was an appropriate time to oh. switch over. Okay. <laughs> cool runnings. It's a Disney film, and it's very much a Disney film, and that, I think, tells you how much is probably true, (laughs) meaning little. This is... I didn't think about how crushing this is going to be. Oh. It's okay. Yeah. I know Um, nothing about the truth of it, so lay it on me. Lay it on thick. What do people think is true? What do you don't think is true? What would you be surprised by? One thing that I was like, I hope this... Like, I don't know whether or not this is true, but, like, I loved how, like aggressively the east germans were assholes <laughs> were the east german bobsledding team actually big dickwads you have no business here jamaica you and your stupid friend playing like your bobsledders yeah? why don't you tourists go back to that issue came from and leave the bobsledding to the real man i feel like i want to know which countries even bobsled? Like, is it just cold weather countries? Is it like I a breakthrough? I can answer that question. Yes, thank <laughs> God. We have a bobsledding expert. I, the bobsledding expert, the reader of the Wikipedia article on bobsledding, which I'll let you know right now. You can't trust Wikipedia. It's called, it's like bobsleigh. Like, that's. Like how the like Wikipedia article L-E-I-G-H. is, yeah, yes, not like as in Bob Slays. <laughs> like it's Bob Slay, which is like so <laughs> silly, and I would never be caught dead saying that outside of this podcast. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bob Slaying is really popular. It was like started in Switzerland, but basically, like everyone just hopped onto a sled, and they were like, "This is pretty fun." So they would like race through the town and then they got in like a lot of trouble because <laughs> because they were like it was like it's like dangerous. So this is not what Ben asked. Oh, but you keep going again? about the history of bobsleigh. Who bobs oh, which so, country yeah, is important. You need to know Lay where it the came from. Fine, fine. Like it was like it came <laughs> up like bobsledding isn't like a old ass sport. Like this is all happening in like the early 1900s. Like, okay. the first bobsledding was happening then. So, like, it doesn't even have enough time in the history of the Earth, like, to get everywhere. And also, like, yeah, it's only happening in cold countries and, like, mostly, like, Europe and a little bit of the U.S. and Canada. And the best are the German and the Swiss. And then to answer your question, after the Jamaica team, up in, like, the Olympics after that, more warmer countries, like, pushed to submit teams. So they were kind of the trailblazers in that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. What you would be most crushed, most surprised? My biggest lingering question was, well, first of all, the fact that the guy who trips two other guys in the race in the beginning, um, the all three of them end up being on the team. Like I, I watched that and I was like, this can't be true, but it would be crazy if it was. Um, I found myself doing that with like everything. I was just like, wow, I, I wonder if this is true. It's probably not. But um, another thing I felt that way about was 
everyone was like so interconnected um like that their coach like that his coach mm-hmm. his ex-coach was in the quote-unquote alliance which would love to fact check if that's <laughs> the real name it's I, not it's, it's not. not called the and, alliance <laughs> and um and you know like that drama um and then yeah that he was you know connected to them and that they were banned and like there was all that that just uh, and that they had all come from this or the original track trials um that they the three of them had fallen and i just i wonder i wondered how true that was because also you can find footage of that stuff it's all false baby (laughs) that's crazy your first thing east germans villains that is the most disney thing in the early 90s all villains were east germans Uh, the jamaicans were welcomed very warmly by all competitors (gasps) really like all the other countries thought they were cool and liked oh my god were, were some like you have no chance, at least, or or everyone was. I like, don't know the specifics of like. Oh, they'll never like. I'm sure people laugh them like yeah, quietly laugh them say. off, but no one was mean towards them. They were like well, warmly welcomed into so there the wasn't like community. A fist fight brawl. There was no the, fist fight in the western bar. in the Calgary <laughs> Western bar with line dancing. Oh my god! What a f- oh my yeah. god! But that dancing scene though was fantastic. Very yeah. true. And then the trials and the sprinters. Um, no. Uh, like, were, were they any of them runners? runners? Yeah. They were runners, but not Olympic runners. So, like, they, like back, th- back then, <laughs> so they, they ran, they, like, so upsetting. jogged. Yeah. So, back then, like, <laughs> what do you mean? They had, like, like run before. Like, they're fast, but they weren't Olympic runners. They did, like, look, okay. So, the 80 Olympics, back when, then, like, winter and summer are the same year. So, mm-hmm. it's not, like, how it's split now. So, like, all summer track oh, stars I was confused are that, those trial runs too. are all during the same time. So, they're not, oh. they're busy anyways. So, and, like, when the guy who, we'll get into his name and all, like, looked for, like, athletes and did originally look, think sprinters uh, would be good, they were, like... No, we busy with track. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> there wasn't like a convenient collision that brought down no. the three. Brought everyone Fastest. together. No. But like some of the players, the, some of the tr- uh, bobsled team members were interconnected. Not like that so much. Like some were brothers. Some came from like the same army kind of thing. So I guess we'll just get into the real history mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it. Um so there was this man, George Fitch, an American ambassador. Uh, he works in the American embassy in Kingston, so he's not Jamaican. This is the real John story. Candy character or the coach? Kind of, because he's not a coach, but he does put the team together. But in the movie, the team is Let me put get to- something straight. Were any of the names real? No. There's no Sanka. There's no Wait, Yule. This is crazy. They yeah. can't, I don't even know that they can say that this is... I mean... I mean, okay, but the it thing is, loosely is, based in the movie, though, the movie, like when we press play, nowhere does it say based on a true story, based on real events. In the description, like before you click on it on Hulu, it's like based on the 1988 Jamaican bobsled team. One of the major taglines was inspired by the true story of the first Jamaican Olympic. Okay, bobsled so team. it just it wasn't in the movie, but it was in their marketing. Yes. Okay. There it is. Thanks, Ben. Um, but this man, George Fitch, has said like one per, like five percent, one percent of it is true. Uh. So, anyways, he's kind of the John Candy, like is described in that. But then they also do have a coach um, who was an American, former American bobsledder. Um, so, who, who like John Candy's kind of, I guess, like a mix of them. Um, and then in terms of glow up, 
John Candy's uglier than both of them. So <laughs> sorry, but a great actor. Don't speak ill and of the dead. And we are not. We're not at that category yet. <laughs> okay. So the real truth. George Fitch uh, works at the embassy, and supposedly, like, he had a friend who, like, because the Olympics were at the same time, he was like saying that, like, oh, like Jamaica's got a good team for the summer Olympics, but what about the winter? And then I guess he kind of like took it as like challenge accepted <laughs> um, and more or less was like because the idea was that like great athletes should be great athletes in any sport. They like you should be like you could maybe put together a winter team. And then here's what is kind of true that is shown in the movie is that he got the idea of making a bobsled team for the Jamaicans after watching a push cart race, which was at the beginning. Which is a real thing. That was my next question. Thing. Yeah. All push carts to the start position. Ready, little man? Ready, big man. Kiss the lucky egg. On your mark. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's push cart time. Also, How? Is, was push carting like that popular? There were as many people out for the go-kart push cart push cart it seems like it was really an annual big. push cart derby it's like down big. the blue mountain like so he really so thing in Jamaica. sanka is not a real person per se but they, he did recruit from push carting no he didn't recruit from push carting he just saw oh. push carting was like oh this is like bobsledding we could create a bobsledding team and that was <laughs> it but no he didn't like i don't know if like push cart i don't i'm assuming it's not a pro sports so there's not like yeah. oh like whatever trying to find like specific people who are like great push cars but by all means money maybe these guys were push carters in their former life uh then who knows they probably pushed a car <laughs> they, they probably pushed a car <laughs> true 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 so we did see that and thought that like push carding plays to like uh jamaica's sprinting strength so he's like okay maybe like sprinters could be good at bobsledding so there is a faint idea that sprinters are good for bobsledding which is heavily shown in the movie as when i'm forgetting the main guy's name derek Derice. Derice no. <laughs> really pushes that idea so he did try like asking sprinters but they're all like no we're busy training for the summer olympics like no thank you and then he like was trying other sports clubs and they're like no um so then he like kind of held open tryouts but then well also, that part's kind of true yeah but then he, but like the main recruiting, I don't know if he had like a friend or something, but someone who worked in the Jamaican Defense Force in the army. And he's like, I need speed. Like, who are your current, like, supposedly, who are your current sprint champions? So they are like sprinters, but it's like within the army. And he's like, Mike White and Devin Harris, who ended up being on the team. And then he's like, I need a good driver. Is it like driving a helicopter? And he's like, Yeah. And <laughs> so then they got one of their helicopter pilots. Dudley Stokes and Dudley later recruits his brother in the grand scheme of things. It um, seems far from driving a <laughs> helicopter. Yeah, it seems generous. Uh, I don't know. I actually have no idea because like you don't ever see the mechanism for how they steer. Like, just Aren't you the bobsleigh expert? Yeah. Well, listen, I was re- focused mostly on history. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, and you did so know. I can tell you that the old school bobsleds like barely had anything. They were like truly just like two sleds pushed together so that friends could hang out. And then sounds <laughs> a little bit like push cart. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of the same origins. Maybe push cart 
will be the new bo- newest summer Olympic sport. Ooh. And Switzerland's going to try out and <laughs> Jamaica's going to laugh them out of the, the whole push cart Olympic sport. That's my that's my hot take. Switzerland Ooh. was not like the Germans. Though. They weren't mean, Schweiz. but they were they the weren't best mean. ones. They were the, the people ones he looked up to. The Swiss were just so Therese wanted to be. Yeah. Eins, five, and that is true. The Swiss were the best okay. at the Olympics. There you go. They're really good. Thank God. <laughs> what about, was there any like cold weather training? I don't know. Oh my God. When they put they, him in the ice cream truck. <laughs> I don't think fully because in the end they did train in this, like in Lake Placid and Austria. Oh. So they didn't fully train. Oh, they didn't they train didn't. in Jamaica. They also, didn't do, no, they didn't have that. Uh, I, it seems like they exported it. Did you find out the timeline of their training? Because it was so short in the movie. Supposedly it was like what I saw was that it was relatively short that like he supposedly I think it was either Dudley or Devin was like the first bobsled I saw was in like September and then they were competing in like February, March. Mm. So it's like five months and in the movie it was like three months or something. That's crazy. So yeah, relatively a quick training thing. Quick training experience. You know how in um, a lot of movies that are based on true events, I'm trying to think of a good example, but they have footage mixed in. Oh, of like The Crown, they did this of like her real, cor- uh, was it her coronation or the wedding? I don't remember, but um, was any of the footage that they used of the yes. bobsledders real? The footage at the end, the crash. They did crash. So that's true. Yes. Not in exactly how they did it, <laughs> but yes. Okay. Um, oh my god! Yeah, there's crashed. really in hindsight, it looks very violent. Yeah, like, yeah, they heads. crashed, and I believe the announcers are also the real announcers. Oh. Either if it was like retaped, they were really or wearing not. like Jamaica shirts because that's a, see, that's, that's the thing is I didn't look that hard felt... to see if there was, but in this story of Mr. George Fitch and uh, fundraising, so originally he gave all of his money to get them to the Olympics, which was like ninety two thousand dollars to like train the team in Austria, Lake Placid. And then, like, uh, take part in the World Cup race. Of cheating? No. Okay. Um, And also, the way that John Candy gets called out for cheating supposedly really isn't cheating. Like, you can add weight to your cart because, like, you're all weighed and measured. Like, there's a whole system. You have to, like, it's probably like all the, it's like a team weight. So it's not like a crazy thing to, like, add weight to your cart. But I guess the, like, if he added more weight than he was supposed to. Yeah, I'm sure, like, you could. It does sound like wrong. You want to know why I cheated, right? Yes, I do. That's a fair question. You see, Therese, I'd made winning my whole life. And when you make winning your whole life, you have to keep on winning. No matter what. You understand that? No, I don't understand, coach. You had two gold medals. You had it all. But he was really good in his heart, so it's okay. Right, er, Coach Irv. Yeah, yeah. Coach Irv. yeah. He was like a like a, a softy with like a rock hard shell. You know? I know. Yeah, I I really liked the character. I would give him a hug. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the next big thing that I would say is true, but not fully true, is that they were disqualified, kicked outish. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Can oh. we go over what that happened I, in that's the movie? one of those in the things movie, I thought wasn't true. They say. The alliance is kind of giving the alliance is giving a hard time and like saying that like they just missed the time or, or they they change the standards I believe is what mm-hmm. they do and then they say they didn't make it. No, in the no. movie they oh, make yeah. it. They they, they make um, it in the time. Yeah, they change it from like one minute and two seconds to just one minute flat, and then they make it. 
and then I'm pretty sure they don't give you a reason for why no, they do. The reason that they're disqualified is because so they said that it was because you have to like have been in international oh, competition. Right. And they were like, but we, they, but this can count as international competition. And then all the little evil Alliance members are like, but we changed the rules because <laughs> we don't want to embarrass the sport of bobsleighing. And also racism. And mostly racism. I know, but okay, yeah. I, I, I like guess I'm surprised. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't know Disney like had a hard stance on racism because haven't they like really dropped the ball on that historically? I think Walt Disney dropped some balls. I think Disney has a pretty good, fairly okay, cool. good record. Shout out to Disney. Shout not out. Walt Disney. <laughs> actually, I think a notable non-category in this, unless you guys have something for this, we usually do. What's not so cool in 2018? And I don't, I don't, I really, I don't really have any. There were two lines, but they are very minimal. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for One it. One was like at the beginning. Um, his girlfriend walks away, and I guess this. I think if they were dating, it's fine. He's like, I could watch that backside all day. And I can't remember. And then I think, is he talking about his mom? I don't know. I wrote that down. And then the other one is a kissing booth. I was about to say, that I, that was the one thing that I was like, wait, he has a, either a girlfriend he or a wife. He does a girlfriend. That's the big thing. Yeah. I, I didn't know. And he's like making out with some other girl and her lipstick is all over him. And he's like enjoying it. <laughs> and it's like. But like, wasn't she in the line? And then she was. No. Oh, that she wasn't was her mad. at the No, very she wasn't in the line, but she was mad. Yeah. And then he gets kicked out. So I feel like they, they addressed it. They Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that they addressed okay. it. But I guess that's, I like... Like, he's in the doghouse for sure. For yeah, that. that's super fair. Um, but I was thinking there would be some, like, racially yeah. iffy yeah. stuff. Oh, and also, uh, John Candy, uh, after the infamous Western bar fight, says, I told the owner of the bar that these three were mentally challenged. A questionable statement to say. In I would say that that's so he won't press charges because they were classic mentally challenged. Disney nineteen ninety three joke <laughs> for, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I wouldn't say there's not as much as past episodes because it is a Disney. Yeah, film. they did a, they did a decent job. They I think that they addressed issues of race in a way that like almost seemed like before their time. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of them. <laughs> I have a, a statement and a question. <gasps> First of all. His Doris's girlfriend. It seems like they're gonna include her in the in the story and like have part of a love story, and then she's just like not in the second half of the movie. And then my question, I guess, oh, that's is, such a good point. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my question, I guess, is: Is there any like, love, love stories? stories in the real thing? Not that really came up. I'm sure I have an argument here for have. Yule and Junior. Uh, like hate each other in the beginning and end up loving each other i think in a way which is yeah it's like a you know some like modern love you know know? (laughs) romance of sorts yeah um do you know the speech or any of yeah uh the i see pride i see power can you do the whole thing one badass mother who won't take no crap from no one (laughs) there we go that was good Pride! Pride! Power! Power! And I see... A badass mother who won't take, take no, no crap off of nobody! Again! I see pride! Can I hear you? I see power! 
I see a badass mother who won't take no crap off of nobody. Once again! I see pride! Junior! I see power! I see a badass mother who won't take no crap off of nobody! That's right! That's right! I once genuinely <laughs> used that on oh. someone. Yeah. What do you mean? Story. Like they were feeling... I, I think it to was... To juice them up? I think she knew it was in reference to okay. Cool Runnings. But I was like, you know what I see? And we, she was kind of feeling like really sad. And it was my attempt to both make her feel better and make her laugh. And um, I Ugh. think the latter worked more than the former. I think she was like, that wasn't effective. But <laughs> I like that movie. Thank you. That's really cute. Oh, yeah. It's a good line. I don't yeah. remember. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on, boys! It's bobsled time. Wait, what about um, the the song that they sing? Jamaica, we got a bobsled team. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That. They, I there don't are so many lyrics to that. Yeah. I never realized. Like they name everybody on the team. I have a billion fun tidbits from the conversation oh, that so just excited. transpired. Okay, okay, so the I see pride, I see power speech was the audition speech <gasps> for the Yule character. Oh, makes sense. Raul Lewis, who eventually played Junior. Mm-hmm was just supposed to be a line reader. And he read that line as junior. So like the icy pride, icy power thing. So he worked in casting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. What is a line reader for those of us who aren't in the the industry industry. with air quotes? (laughs) For those not in the biz. (laughs) uh, A line reader is just someone at an audition who like, plays off the person auditioning and like reads yeah, the, the other like lines. In the like a ca- it's usually a casting oh assistant. God. I'm yeah. so he proud was, of him. He was just supposed to be hired for a day. <sighs> and then they... Yeah. Everyone in the room is crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Junior. Like, yeah, that's, it's, it's really He crazy. was probably the so most cute. like squeezable, cute little character I've ever yeah. seen. And then number two tidbit is the song was written by um the Mo- guy who plays Sanka. Malik Yoba no oh. Malik Yoba who plays Yule oh. and maybe he's the most pleasable <laughs> at the screen test he pretended cuz you're still like auditioning at that point he pretended to improvise it but he had written it before <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute some people say you know them can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. We have yes. this wanderers. I know one junior. The fastest of the fastest of Jamaican sprinters. Go to Olympics, fight for Jamaica. And I love that he, like, he probably could have gone to the grave with that secret that it wasn't improvised. Oh, yeah. And he, at some point, like, must have sat down and been like, I have to tell you, <laughs> I didn't make it up right then. But I'm so proud of him. It's an amazing song. Yeah. I have a question great. for you. Yes. Are, like, is the cast Jamaican? No. Oh, I don't think... Okay. Uh, I think Dougie Doug, who plays Sanka, and... I loved Sanka. Malik Sanka. Yoba both have Jamaican heritage, okay. but neither of them are actually it was like, a, from Jamaica. It was a half-criticism like by like one of the actual Jamaican... Like, he was like, well, it could be done differently. He was like, perhaps more authentic Jamaican <laughs> accents is like what he said as he oh. laughed. Which leads me to another tidbit. Yes. Was the screenwriter white? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm fairly certain the director was white. I know Hans Zimmer did the score, which I think is 
Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, I, I saw that at the beginning, and then I was like, maybe I don't know who Hans Zimmer is. Or maybe <laughs> no, he had some help. The score is literally yeah, like it's all a lot like of steel drums, Jamaican songs. Yeah. Like yeah, well, that Hans Zimmer Hans Zimmer did not yeah. write. Yeah, but then I mean, the Olympic stuff is I would say when you have strings coming in, it's like the classic Hans Zimmer that sound. Is so funny. But I I had questions about that yeah. also. I mean, you can have influences for sure on a score like that. No, that was that's something I wrote down as well. Anyway. Um, Wait, quickly before you go on, I also yes. want to say there's a moment that I also think is ahead of its time where they're trying to raise money and Yule is arm wrestling people and a woman beats him. Mm-hmm. Snaps. We love that. Snaps yeah. for Disney being ahead of its time <laughs> slightly. <laughs> okay, so... John Turtletop, the white director. Turtletop? <laughs> Turtletop. Well, first of all, that's a distracting name. Probably. Jenna hates distracting names. Get him out of here. What was the other one? Carl Hanratty. Turtletop and Hanratty have very similar features that make both distracting. And I'll leave you to figure out what those features are. Goodbye. I think it's two things combined into a name. Um, okay, so John Turtletob, uh, about the head of Disney, said, he told me that unless I got the guys to speak English like Sebastian the Crab from The Little Mermaid, I'll basically never work at Disney ever again. Oh. So maybe Disney not so ahead of its time. It's like one of those things. But also Turtletob was like, I'm not going to do that. Oh my I God, can you imagine tur- if they were like full Sebastian the Crab? Well, Sebastian the Crab wasn't like... He was Caribbean. Yeah, I know, but he's too much. And that's because yeah. he's a cartoon. Yeah. He was like a cartoon of a Caribbean accent. So, like, I don't think no, they did that in the movie, did S- they? Sebastian's not... Like, he's like a very, like, Americanized Jamaican. Mm. Now, Turtletop did not take that note. Nope. I'm, I'm hesitant to say that Disney is, like, good on, on race, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it took till 2009 to have a black princess. Yeah, I think that they're, like, the very base level of, like, getting by without, like, yeah. actually having, like, picketers outside yeah. of Disney head offices. I think upon further analysis, like, historically, they're not. Disney sucks, white, baby! Whitewashing. Shout out White male that. savior mm-hmm. type of entertainment and walt disney as we've mentioned walt. drops a lot of balls <laughs> drops a lot of balls. Um, balls yeah walt might not be a friend but our newest sponsor certainly is let's take a break to hear a short message from them a quick shout out today from one of our partners friend of the week this week's friend of the week goes out to sam Lerner. congrats sam Back to the disqualification yeah. of the Jamaicans. Oh dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so they did get disqualified. It is not called the Alliance. It is way worse. It is called Bobsleigh and Skeleton Federation or the FBIT, which is like the <laughs> French way to the Federation International Bobsleigh. Oh, no, I made that up. I don't know, but it's <laughs> FIBT. So French sounding. That was really good. Um, thank you. It you took high French? school French. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> So the IOC, and then also within that, the IOC, the larger International Olympic Committee, uh, wouldn't let the Jamaicans com- compete. And then instead of jo- the coach fighting, supposedly Prince Albert of Monaco, who competed in Whoa. every Winter Olympic game from Calgary to Salt Lake City 
in 2002, stepped in <laughs> with a couple of <laughs> others, and he had a little impassioned speech, and they reminded He said, hey, listen, these guys qualified. They meet all the conditions. You can't just tell them no because you think they're just a bunch of clowns. He and said that, that in real life. Supposedly. That's Finch retelling, Fitch retelling the story, and then me re- like reading. It's a double retelling. Yeah. It's very loosely based. But suppose <laughs> it is the fact is that Prince Albert of Monaco wow. stormed in and he was like, no. And they were like, OK. Oh, forgive me. I didn't realize the four black guys in a bobsled could make you blush. I think we've heard enough. Come on, Kurt. What you're doing is wrong and you know it. Those guys have earned the right to represent their country. They've earned the right to march into that stadium and wave their nation's flag. That's the single greatest honor an athlete could ever have truly that needs to be in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's unfortunate that it's That's not prince albert of monaco doing it good drama i agree that like when i read this uh, recounting of the story whatever like there are and there are more drama points to like moments they're like oh this is this interesting but you think that just like Disney made it a turned into a kids movie so have to keep it simple with like the amount of characters you have and like the plot line um, that they just changed it, that they had full freedom to do whatever they, uh, they wanted. Um, so that's why I think it was that. Like, but if the movie were like to be made today by like Ava DuVernay, it would be like a realistic I want to see that portrayal. Movie. I would well, love to see that movie. Mm-hmm. I have some insight into that also. It was originally a dramatic script. Oh. For Disney? Um, I don't know if Disney was on it at that time, but Hollywood was really like pushing this as a dramatic script for a while and they are and most of the people who ended up being the main four bobsledders auditioned when it was a dramatic script. Oh, interesting. Or not Ewell and Junior, but I think Doris and, and Sanka. That's surprising that Sanka yeah, that's got right. the part with the dramatic audition. Because right, he's He's like he's a really comedic. good comedic yeah. performance. Yeah, I was watching him being like, okay, like, w- what's he doing now? Like, yeah. I was just like, I want to hang out yeah. with this guy and also like just watch Great everything he's ever been in. Yeah. yeah, I that was something I really didn't remember or expect to think the second yeah. time around. I was like, there's some really good comedic I was, like, performances. Laughing, yeah, yeah, a lot. The line when they go outside and he says, Sanko, what are you smoking? He says, I'm not smoking, man. I'm breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to do the accent, but I gave it the it came uh, through. apostrophe I mean, on the end of the... It's, the be- it's like one of the best lines. <laughs> the only line that they kept from the dramatic one was, Sanka, you're dead? Sanka, you're dead? Yeah, man. Ooh. So was that a serious line in that? Like, Sanka, are you dead? But like now it's like, Sanka, you dead? And it's like, nah. And that's like, they're like wave greeting one another. It's it's unclear, but I doubt it was like a crazy dramatic line. It was probably like a... A Like, we're buddies line. Yeah. A moment of humor within a drama. Play. I have to say, as a child, the lucky egg really puzzled me. I am still puzzled. It by doesn't it, look like I want to discuss. Egg. My guess it is it looks like a. a it's got to be hard boiled. It looks cute to me. Uh, 
It looked. It looked like. Are we talking about what, the way what the egg had to be like if in real life, or what did the production use I as the prop for? The I want to know the answer to both. But I I saw like if someone to have a lucky egg and it travels this far, it's got to be hard boiled. But like to me, it there's no like way a you could hard boiled brown hard. egg peeled. <laughs> but it would smell so that. insistent it looks kind on of it. Brown. But it would go bad. Not if it's like really you would. can. You can like preserve eggs. He's keeping it in his pants. No, but like a hard boiled <laughs> egg gets smelly. I agree with you that I, no can, way could it like, be a raw egg with how much he's traveled with. I'm just going to say, I think it was a fake egg, even in the st- within the story. Like if he had a lucky egg, yeah, it, was it was always like plastic. A little, yeah. Okay. I think, I think it was intended to be like. Like, like absurdist. Like a, like how like a raw yeah. or whatever you call it, like a fresh <laughs> Egg. Raw is the normal way. Okay. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> I've never uh, used that term, but I think raw egg. No, I don't think so. An egg in like a hard shell. I haven't called like a raw egg. You just call that. Damn, egg. I would totally. And call then you that put the egg. and you called egg the other descriptor words to describe it. So it's like egg and then hard boiled <laughs> egg. But egg is Damn. always. Yes, yes. I feel like it's just about that context. is my philosophy. You know, because it's like, can I borrow or can I use? If you're going to like your next door neighbor, I've never in my life done this. This is out <laughs> of the fifties. But if you're going to like a next door neighbor, you're like, can I borrow some eggs? They're not gonna be like, here are three hard boiled eggs. eggs. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's yeah. why okay. I've never fine. Been this like, podcast brought you by raw eggs. Eggs. The, the egg lobby. Okay. <laughs> I believe it was meant to be a raw egg. Because okay. It'd be like, oh my god. How does he get through How customs with it? Yeah, it's funny. Wow, I think we all. That's have... what bothered me most is I mean, when he 19, shows up. It was in... 1987. I thought that as well. And you also don't have to declare things; they have to find it. You want to ask questions? How did that thing not break when their heads were scraping against the ice and like yes. wrecking their sled? That is what it's intended. Yeah, for. Yeah, I know. It's like, That's oh what my I'm god! It, he, somehow this lucky egg is unbreakable. Mm. Oh, it's a just like it's a joke. Their spirit, <laughs> the truth of the crop, is that it was rubber. Oh, so it bounced. And I knew it. Wait, the egg. That's why I thought it was yeah, a raw was egg. You have information on the egg? I have <laughs> like what it was production, yeah. yeah. You haven't been this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was rubber and Dougie Doug still has this. <gasps> oh my god, I bet it's so gross. <sighs> I bet it's so it's like perfect. a bouncy ball. No, it's like a rubber. No, I thing. bet it's so gross. That is from when did this movie come out? Ninety three. That is oh, that egg is that bouncy ball egg is older than me. But the fact that it's rubber, it makes sense why I thought it was a, a peeled egg. <laughs> I'm feeling like I have good eyes. Anyway, I'm caught up. <laughs> I'm feeling like you have great eyes, Dan. Great. Thank you. <laughs> great, great, great. Back to the true story, oh, baby. Back. They originally were going to compete as a two-man bobsled team. But <gasps> was, that a, was that yeah, a, what just is like the deal for a bobsledding okay. expert? Is that a thing? Yeah, two, it's a two-man and a four-man sport. So oh, in the honestly, Olympics, I had no idea. Is, yes. Wow, missed that. I thought like skeleton was two and skeleton is one, was and four. it's the most ridiculous. Sport. No, but there's al- one. There's also two-man skeleton. The skeleton is skeleton versus bobsled is a different type of sled. That's the difference. It's not so you can have a two-man in a bobsled, and then you can have. A skeleton, which is is a totally different skeleton, is like flat. Like you are closer to like luge. And you're wow. We have two two bobsleigh experts today. (laughs) That's a blessing. It's good. So yeah, they originally (laughs) entered the 1988 Olympics in Calgary as a two-man Olympic team, but they did good that they were like, and they had like alternates. So there was like four, like three. There were four of them, I think. 
they're like we like coach like let's also compete in the four man team and Fitch as the owner I don't know what to describe him in this He's general right. manager yes okay who's to say the producer he's like we've like you guys have never really done for also we don't have like the money or the sled because it is a different sled obviously it's like a little smaller for two man versus four man probably um and that's gonna cost us money and he's like i only have three guys sitting around this room um so dudley got his brother dudley stokes was the guy who i think who was the helicopter pilot um his brother chris was studying okay i didn't realize this was a city in moscow idaho um, mm. where the University of Idaho is in <laughs> Moscow, Idaho. I was so confused. I was like, oh, is he Russian? That makes sense. Or Bob's letter. No, he's in Idaho. Um, <laughs> and they convinced uh, Calgary Olympic Field to give him accreditation and get up to uh, Calgary to compete um, and help out with the format. And then to also help raise money, because they needed money uh, to compete, like to buy the sled new uh Stuff. Yeah, kissing booth, car wash. <laughs> no, but <laughs> actually, wrestling. Jamaican bobsled T-shirts that Fitch's wife um, was already like designing these shirts, whatever, and they became so popular and like spawned dozens of knockoffs that like they like sold T-shirts. So those shirts that the announcers are wearing, We're I don't know if that's really, real. but yeah. yes, I think there were a lot of people in within the Olympic Village and like fans who had these Jamaican bobsled it's t-shirts. so interesting that those guys are real because at one point they said, go jam. And I was like, that has to be a Disney edition. Go jam as go in, jam, like, as in like, like, go a, Jamaica. Abbreviation yeah. For, yeah, that's insane. And that's I, like what somebody that's who like, real, I mean, doesn't that, understand abbreviations would call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did get loaned a, a four-man sled. I read from the USA and then also that they bought one from the Canadians. So who's to say? But that is is reflected somewhat in the movie that they are given a janky sled, uh, like an alternate sled from is another team. Is that why they crash? Yes. Yes. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but. They did crash. It was not because of a, a little screw popping out. Um, did they walk the sled? Sleigh. Oh, True. To the Amazing finish moment. line uh, with the accompaniment Guess. of Hans Zimmer. Yes. No. Kinda. <gasps> oh. But not how it's shown. Maurice, you dead? No, man. I'm not dead. I have to finish the race. Do they like push it? I mean, a bobsled's got to be like, heavy. Ha- I'm imagining that the real version is they like just have to get the bobsled <laughs> like, off the course. I'm and, like the that's real the only is way. With, like, <laughs> severed legs, like yes, limping. It wasn't, it wasn't as heroic as like we have to finish. I think it was yeah. like yeah, yeah. It's and, like well, we're in the middle of the thing, and yeah, we're they the only- pushed <laughs> it along, and um, but supposedly there wasn't a, like the full like slow clap, like uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it was like some like sporadic applause and like Devin uh, the one guy said like he does remember that moment like it was a little heartwarming because they were obviously devastated a little. And, and I hit. cried were yeah. there okay. were there scores reflective of the real like did they fuck up the first one and, and then oh, yeah, do well on question. the second one and then truly fuck up the third one guess well like I'm guessing no because I'm guessing they just kind of did kind of mediocre first off uh, there are not three heats. There are four heats. So they did compete. It was the last heat that they did crash, which was the fourth in this case. Sad. They crashed because they were reaching higher speeds. So that's kind of reflected in the movie. 
but then it's like shown that like and so, they, so like, he lost like lost control, control is how like, look how fast they're going yeah. oh my god so oh yeah they do yeah. say that in the commentary so I think that might be true but going into it, they were in last place. They had no chance of winning, no chance of meddling. Really? They were truly last place? In like 26 oh. out of 26 teams. They did better in the two-man bobsled. They didn't mm. meddle, but they did beat like five or so teams. That's why it's like, well, why didn't you mention that? Like, <laughs> we did good here. Got it. Um, so that's how like, this is how like, there are like fun dramatic things like, oh, we didn't have a sled. Did they raise money by selling t-shirts? Um, oh, we did get disqualified and Prince Albert of Monaco saved our day. And they did draw a crowd. Like, it was... Okay. More people came to watch the bobsleds team, uh, heats because the Jamaicans were competing. Interesting. And then it was quickly, like, obviously it was the 88 Olympics, and then this movie was made in 93. Like, quickly Hollywood was like, we want to make money off of this. And yeah. they're like, Ugh, okay. Dollars. And Fitch says, they wrote what they wanted. Like, we were allowed not to... Like, we, I had no input. He said about 1% is true. What the like? In fact, they did crash. Everything else is fiction. He's like the feel the rhyme, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. It's Jamaica bobsled team that was strictly Hollywood. Adding, it was an embarrassment. So Fitch, not a fan really of the movie. I don't think. While Harris, uh, who was one of the bobsledders, like he embraces the film because it really immortalizes the team. Mm -hmm. He like reflects that like Jamaica just had a recent like they had a couple years of competing within the bobsled team of like when they were like the same guys could compete. And then when they got older, there was like obviously a break. And then in 2014's Winter Olympics, Jamaica re- like had another bobsled team. Apparently some producers made a deal with the real life bobsledders that they wouldn't say anything negative before <gasps> it came out if Cool Runnings wasn't derogatory about the team or the country. Oh, I did not feel it was derogatory it was about derogatory. the team or the country. I, the but only thing would maybe be, we shouldn't be the ones deciding. I know. I know. I, I mean, uh, watching it, I didn't feel that. What I do maybe feel is like, uh, like how much of the humor is derived from just like maybe some know. generalizations about yeah. like Jamaican culture. Right. I don't know. I wondered that also. Yeah. And I wondered like in the writing. I mean, I don't know. There were there were definitely moments where I wondered if it was like a very. Um, I mean, especially if the screenwriter's white, like a really kind of like boiled down way of assuming that people from Jamaica right. speak to each other. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, don't know. I, enough. I just don't know yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have I have a question for you. Go ahead. Which is, um, what was up with Cool Runnings? Is my like like at, as so, the title? Well, no, they say it's the name of the sled, right. and then. He says, they say, they're kind of like, what does that mean? And he says, peace be the journey. I say we got it. Cool runnings. Beautiful. I like it. Nice, very nice. Uh, What exactly does it mean? Cool runnings means peace be the journey. Peace be the journey. journey. Cool running. Cool Cool running. They're speaking the same language, Doris. That's not. It's like doesn't make sense. That that means peace be the journey. Um, I like got it. It's like I a mean, like Hakuna I, Matata. Yeah. yeah. No but it's yeah. cool runnings are too. But cool runnings, <laughs> I guess. 
to me cool runnings is like running like, is hard that's the journey and it's like cool it's not that hard like the journey is gonna be cool like peace and like it's be gonna be journey. chill and you're gonna enjoy it you're not gonna be like tired or stressed out by it that's just gotta be another like hollywood i'm uh i'm gonna i question mark on do not end. know the answer to your question carrie but okay. i do know that in norway mm-hmm. the translation of this mo- the movie title <laughs> is cold buttocks <laughs> no do you have any more of those? <laughs> no, it's just for Norway. <laughs> Let's do some casting what ifs. Let's discuss casting yes. what ifs. Oh, yes, fun. please. The original cast that Disney envisioned as like the. Before the serious film or after? They were all film. white. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Oh, it was the comedy because it's the. All the Wayans brothers? One of the Wayans <laughs> brothers. <laughs> okay, uh, we got Denzel Washington as Doris. Oh my God. Eddie yes. Murphy as How Sanka. How old was he, though? Whoa. Wesley Snipes as Yule, and Marlon Wayans as Junior, and John Candy as Coach oh, Irving Blitzer. Damn. So they always they wanted John. Him. They always wanted John. He was the only one they got of that crew, obviously. I feel like Marlon Wayans is so much younger than the I'm others. I'm so glad that they got, you know, lesser known Less actors. Known. And but Junior, this is like the their casting only uh, Leon, Like, this is their main movies. Yeah. Leon, other than John who Candy. plays Doris, had a, had a fairly successful... When you have one name, you can't not go places. <laughs> He's listed as Leon no, on, on IMDb, but yeah, that's... he's also just known as his full name, Leon Robinson. Mm. Anyway, um, the reason they got unknowns was because it had like a super low budget. John Candy just like read the script and took a pay cut. He was like, Disney doesn't know what they have here. Like, this is going to be an amazing Mm. movie. So sweet. Yeah, he's a good guy. Also, he was right because (laughs) it was the highest grossing live action film released under the Walt Disney Pictures banner at the time. Also auditioning for some of the... Uh, main four were Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say it. And, and don't worry, he had his moment of doing yeah. dog sledding. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that I until I saw this movie, I had the two movies confused? Play OJ. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And oh, I was like, asking if OJ was almost cast. Oh my cast. god, what no. Like two oh, years sh- before though. He, so. he certainly could have been. Okay, yeah, for sure. At OJ? Ni- in yeah, he was an actor then. Yeah, he was an actor. He was a big time actor. No, no, he did not. But Could you imagine if he was casted in this movie? Like, we wouldn't be here because yeah, we it's Cool Runnings with OJ. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't love it. No, you're right. I, my feel parents the rhythm, would not have let me feel watch the rhyme. Every the glove, week. glove doesn't fit. <laughs> it's Bob's time. It's Bob's time. Final casting what if. Also, to go into the, for the main four, Tupac Shakur. Mm. Oh, Ooh. he was getting really into acting. I and for like the rapping, true. suppose I also read somewhere and I couldn't find it within my notes that one of the members on the team, but I think he was maybe an alternate, did love to just sing and like Aww. rap and wanted to be a reggae star. Aww. So that aspect of Sanka could be taken from some truth from someone, but I couldn't really find mm. it when I was like trying to look back at it right now. Right. But that's very that's interesting. Good to know. Um, one take is this movie obviously does not pass that test the bechtel test yeah, yeah there yeah. there's like one woman in this movie the mom and the girlfriend yeah and they were like and uh, they literally talk about they yeah. cut them out of the movie within a moment 
Anyway. Was it... Uh, whose mom was that? I thought it was Sanka's, but I agree completely that it's very it's confusing. It's so vague. I don't really remember now. I, like, thought that she was a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's that... It's truly that confusing. I didn't know. I, like, that you guys are talking about a mom, and I'm like, I don't know. I, by the way, when I was a kid, thought that this is... This is actually because they kissed so many times. Really confusing for me personally now, but... I thought that Teresa's girlfriend or was, was his, his mom. Sister? Oh, I don't know. As a kid, I like I like saw huh. her. <laughs> <Huh>. What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I saw her this time around, and I was like, "Oh, his mom." No. I guess I thought of him as like much, much younger. But then as the movie went on, I was like, "Oh, it's clearly his girlfriend." I assumed it was his wife, and we're all calling her his girlfriend. So I don't know. Um, can we do a glam up for this one? No. The only thing that I'll say glam up wise is that I think that everyone was portrayed in like a very good light. It's a Disney movie, whatever. Yeah. So like, I think like if you weren't like <laughs> the only one the who t- didn't get glammed up is the East German. <laughs> yeah, they got glammed down. <laughs> but like, I'm just thinking that they were like, just like polite people <laughs> who were like, welcome Jamaica. Yeah. And yeah. they got a movie made about them. That was like, we're huge assholes. That was actually, by the way, that might be a stereotype a little bit. Yeah. That's stereotyping right there. Yeah. But it was the cold war. You needed an enemy. It had to be. And also it's a little after like, cold war. But it was, it was fine. Place the cold, it we were like, past the cold war. 80 Olympics take place within oh, your okay. enemies are always going to be. Is he, well, whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. It's not great. I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's like, like everyone was shown in a really positive light. So it's like a glow up for everyone. For sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. Unless you're I have German. to say, like, I just to throw this out there, I did make a legitimate note. Dereese's body is like really nice. So yeah. whatever the body of the real. S- I can't remember if I watched. I definitely let out a. Mm, and Dereese's I don't think arms. you noticed. But I definitely do remember as she's retelling it, being like, "It's like, yeah." Mm. Corey and yes. I watched together. I do not remember that, and, and that's something I would remember if I noticed. Yeah. There were, I have to say, there were also two moments in the movie that I like laughed out loud, and they weren't meant to be funny. Oh, tell us. Do tell. Um, the first was they were two like really little moments. The first is when um, Yule comes in after they've shown the video and everybody's yeah. fled. Um, Yule comes in and is they're kind of like who are you and he says I'm Yule Brenner and John Candy looks at Sanka and just mouths Yule Brenner question mark <laughs> and Sanka just shrugs and it's like what you like you guys all have like yeah you have crazy names too what's, yeah. what's your name what's the coach also name? okay wait that's Irv Blitzer. Irv Blitzer like Irv Blitzer Yule Brenner Yule Brenner I is heard a... Yule Brenner and I was like I don't know why I, I was like I just remembered the name and I hadn't like remembered anyone's name so I was like I'm gonna google Yule Brenner right this second mm-hmm. and it came up with some thing you yeah, know what yeah. it yeah. is Brenner is a yeah. um the names actually might be one of the like racially insensitive not so cool things in 2018 mm. sanka kofi is named after like this brand of coffee <laughs> called like sanka oh god uh yule brenner is like some white actor, I think, or something it's like, like a that. Russian actor, it looks like. From what year? Because so maybe that's names, why he says Yule Brenner question mark. Their names were like kind of jokes within themselves, oh, which bad. is like not that chill. That's not chill. Oh damn, he was in Westworld and The oh. King and I. Interesting. Anyway. And he's white. He's a he is a white man. He's very bald. As bald as as bald as oh can be. Oh my god, I know exactly who he is. By the way, maybe that was the joke because he's bald. One uh, one more somber thing. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. 
this was <laughs> this was John Candy's uh, last, no. last film that premiered so. while he was alive. Mm. Well, he did a great job. Yeah, yeah, he's great in the movie. That speech he makes in the end that the Prince of Monaco apparently made. <laughs> but he he said it's it like powerful, he, you know. Yeah, I'm confused you. about that. Like, who is Prince Albert of Monaco? Yeah, who is Prince Albert of Monaco? <laughs> I don't know, but he competed in the Winter Olympics <laughs> afterwards. Why did he stand for uh, the Jamaican bobsled team? Maybe they were friends. Because <laughs> he could. It sounds maybe like he, he had, had like power. Or is like interest. maybe that. Maybe it's like colonialism, like and he has <laughs> ties <laughs> to Jamaica. I don't. These are don't throwing know. out broad suggestions. I. It's I probably truly, that. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know he stepped in, made a little fuss. The IOC listened, and they competed. Does anyone have anything else? I thought the uniforms were really hot. In general? Or or on their bodies is what you're trying no, to No, I mean, ask? like, in general, are you saying you think like bobsledding bobsled uniforms, uniforms are really hot? or No, I think the, those Jamaican oh, yeah, yeah, bobsled okay, uniforms were mm, yeah. like nice. Sexy? <laughs> Both. <laughs> no, they were cool. Okay. Do they look well on their bodies? Yes. <laughs> You know is this uh, derailing where I meant to say originally? <laughs> yes. I, I think, I think it's notable how many like classic Disney slash classic sport films moments they were like the new gear, and that's just, the like, thing. New gear moment is honestly moment one is of my favorite every, moments. That's a goal in and of itself. Children sports movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's in all of the sports. And games. I guess as somebody who played childhood sports, like when you got the new outfits, you're oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fresh. Sometimes you got to pick a new number. Mm. Oh, that was drama. I oh. will say the uh, the scene where they like supposedly paint their bobsled. That paint was shiny <laughs> and like lacquer, and like that is not what that job would have looked like. And that yeah. was frustrating for me for personally, sure, for sure. as someone mm-hmm. who's like. You got more angry at the bobsled. I got more angry at the egg getting through custom. Yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> One last thing that I noticed, um, if you just want to look for something fun the next time you watch Cool Runnings, in the scene where um, they're arm wrestling for a dollar and the woman beats Yule Brenner, Yule Brenner, um, (laughs) there is a man that challenges him that's just wearing a soccer ball as a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do not know when this was, but apparently uh, (laughs) Leon Robinson is wearing drag in the background of one of the scenes. Oh, that's a Easter egg, right? Yeah, I guess. Very random. So random. Um, The bar? (laughs) Probably at the bar. Yeah, my buddy looked great. Between that and the soccer ball, yeah, the soccer ball. Got a lot, lot of reasons to rewatch. Cool running. A great, funny, funny. Oh, so one last thing. One actually. last thing. We forgot to do our Did Dana Cry segment. Did, did anyone cry. cry during this movie? Dana, you I first? I didn't cry this time. I didn't cry. I cried twice. <laughs> Thrice. I twice. Watching it recently or when Today? you were a kid every so other week? I was like sitting. I was. In what a, scenes? I cried when he sees his dad cheering for him mm. as they're walking the sled to fair the moment, Fair moment, fair moment. I cried, clap. yeah, and kind of during the slow clap. And I cried again when, like, everyone's cheering for them in the bar because it's just, like, you know, national pride. 
And there was so one they're other... close moments. Yeah. The, t- the they're, motions they're, they're, are I, Yeah, kind of on the cusp. Yeah. I cried, yeah. And then, yeah, it was kind of like, I, I don't remember the third one now, but I, I, I teared up three times. That was fantastic. fantastic. It t- doesn't take a lot, honestly, but yeah. I think that pretty much covers it. As we found out, Cool Runnings, not so true. Not so true. Yeah. But a good movie, yes. Yeah. Well, everyone. <laughs> there we have it. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Yep. Get on up. It's bobsled time. Bob Slay time. <laughs> the theme music for this episode was made by Danny Kelleher. The podcast artwork was made by Caroline Mortensen. We are produced by Jacob Greenberg and Sam Kahn. And a big special thanks to Donald Whalen. If you enjoy Loosely Based, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps. If you would like to advertise anything at all, suggest a movie, or just say hey, message one of the hosts or send an email to looselybasedpod at gmail.com. That is looselybasedpod at gmail.com. We'll be back next time talking about Man on the Moon and the accompanying documentary, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Thanks for listening, and see you then.